Coming up, it's our special Christmas Eve episode with Tim Miller. We go over Week 16 games. We have a Christmas Day game. We got Saturday football. I love Saturday football. It's, uh, it feels like bonus football. Um, we got some games that we discussed. We discussed the playoff picture. Um, we discussed how good Ryan Tannehill is and how Aaron Rodgers continues to be great. Uh, the studio setup caused a little bit of a, uh, a issue with the recording as far as the sound. Uh, I believe Tim was a little bit far away from the mic, so uh, his sound was a little bit soft. So uh, if you uh, please excuse that, I appreciate it. Hope everyone has a tremendous holiday season and enjoy this episode on week 16. It's another episode of Your Best Bets. We are going to be talking about week 16 coming up, and we're also going to review what we saw in week 15 and look at the playoff picture. Joining me once again, Tim Miller to discuss the NFL. Tim, what's up? back what was your impressions of what we saw last weekend or, or kind of what your what your thoughts are as we move toward the playoffs here well i i like kansas city a lot kansas city's still looking good kansas city's good at football they can't cover a spread but they can right. uh, they can win games so uh, i like uh, i like kansas city uh got got some weird stuff happening you know the the jets and the rams game was, uh, <laughs> was a strange situation i I watched a lot of the Rams game, um, a lot more than I, I, I don't know if I had something on it, but I watched a lot more than I normally do. Uh, I, I really can't stomach the Rams, but I did watch a little bit more than I, I would normally. I, I watched a lot of the Arizona game. Um, yeah, it was a good game. That was because of Akib Tlaib in the booth. I thought that was one of the coolest things that I had seen in a long time, and he is just cool in the, in the booth. He says some crazy stuff. He said some crazy he stuff. He says man more than than anybody I think. What was I've he ever heard what was he calling Kyler? Was he calling him by a different name? I don't recall okay. that. All right. I, I think mean, that I'm, was possible. I'm not gonna lie. I mean sometimes I don't know what he was saying, but like it was still funny and it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. I think they need more of that. Um yeah, the, the the Rams screwed me on a parlay big time. I think they probably did a lot of people. Um so but yeah, your boy Jared Goff really really showed Really showed his true colors there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and the Jets basically just lost a, I don't know, lost a generational quarterback probably. Yeah. yeah. So good. good. Uh, that's very typical Jets. And now it looks like Trevor Lawrence is probably going to be a Jaguar, which it's kind of a – it's crazy how one game can change the course of two franchises for the next 10, 15 years potentially, but that's what that's what we saw. Um, looks like as far as the playoffs go, the Chiefs just look – they look really good, but they don't look unbeatable. And the Bills are starting to look really interesting. I really like the Bills. Um, I, I actually think the Colts are, are kind of interesting too. I don't know if there's anyone else in the AFC that can really challenge the Chiefs besides the Bills and maybe the Colts. And then the NFC I still think is completely wide open. Yeah, it is, I think it is. I think – I still like the Packers. I still, I still like Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Um, I think this weekend will help decide who are the 
the serious contenders and who are the pretenders. And I think that'll there's a few big games in the NFC that will will kind of help us figure out who's who. <clears throat> Saints look a little weird right now. Um, they mm. kind of Drew Brees around, looks terrible, but they don't they don't look right. Um, the Seahawks are, are kind of like the Rams. It's like every other game. It's a different team. Uh, I'm not sure if Arizona's played themselves out, but they're right there. You know, the, the surge of the Chicago Bears late. The, uh, the Cardinals are still in front of the Bears. Yeah, they're, We need them to lose a game, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what I want. I mean, obviously, I'm a Bears fan. I want to see the playoffs, but I don't know. I don't feel like they deserve it, but. No. No, but it would still be cool to see him sneak in. Yeah, they might play a team like the Saints, who aren't playing great. Um, gosh, who looks worse, Breeze or Roethlisberger? Both oh. those guys need to retire. That was it was awful to watch last night. Like the the first part of that, I had uh, Claypool in a, a same game parlay for the first touchdown, and well, Ben couldn't either get a pass to the receiver or uh, he couldn't even take the snap at times. So like it was just so sloppy. <laughs> And I don't know what is going on over there, but he talks about playing another year. I, just, I can't mm. see that. I don't understand yeah. how that's going to be possible. I could tell from the first drive that game the Bengals were were either going to win or, or, or challenge just based on their physicality, and Roethlisberger just looks really old like he can't move. Uh, it's pretty weird how the Steelers have kind of fallen. Um, so we got five games we're going to go over here. Um Last week, uh, we gave you picks. Mark and I did. I was 2-2 two and two on the picks. I'm not sure what Mark was. I think we saw eye-to-eye on most of those. But I know we gave you Eagles, Cardinals over um, as one of them. Um, oh, Bears and Vikings over as well. So those two games were definitely overs. We got those. So let's see if we can give you some more winners in this episode. Uh, first game we're going to talk about is Christmas Day, Friday. Uh, we have the... Uh, Vikings and the Saints. Um, this game is in New Orleans. The Vikings are seven-point underdogs at this point, and the over/under is at fifty-one and a half. Vikings are basically out of the playoff picture now at six and eight, um, and the Saints are still slotted in as the two seed. Is that is that right? Um, um, I think so. Even with the loss to the Chiefs behind the Packers, right, yeah. but I think the Packers have pretty much separated themselves by two games now for that one seed. Um, we got the Dalvin Cook show still. They, I mean, he still killed the Bears running the ball. Yep. Um, man, Justin Jefferson's really good too. That was a great trade for both teams, Vikings and Bills. How did you like the uh, the open mic, Justin Jefferson with Kirk Cousins? Was that the uh, what the fuck, Kirk? Or that, was that what it was? That's what it was. Yes. Well, I know. I remember which play that was. Or throw the fuck, I don't know exactly what it was, but it was good and it was loud and. Yeah, uh, they talked about it on social media a little bit, but uh, yeah, he, I, I heard it when it happened. Yeah, it was. You got to get frustrated was, with Kirk Cousins sometimes. Yeah. He does hold the ball, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure how he is at the level he's at. Uh, he's he's really rich though. That's he's yeah. he's really lucked out with his contracts. Um, in this game, what do you think? What do you like here? Well, first of all, Christmas Day football at 4:30. It's I don't know if there's anything better than this. I mean, by the time. Yeah. 4.30 rolls around on Christmas, you're kind of over it. You're kind of over people. You just kind of want to zone out and watch a football game, and we get to this year. And I, I wish it was going to be a more entertaining game. I don't think I don't think the Saints are playing at the level that, that they they could be, but I don't think Drew Brees is right. I, I think maybe every game he will, he will kind of heal up as long as he doesn't get smashed. 
Um, there's some interesting statistics on this game. I mean, just uh, just the first one that stands out to me is that Minnesota is 0-5 against the spread in their last five. And hmm. you know, I, I look at a lot of stats and I, I ask myself, you know, like, do, do numbers lie? Do stats lie? I've been trying to bet a little bit more on the numbers because it's all about the numbers. The numbers yep. seem like they, they have to have some kind of weight, and uh, that that's that worries me. And I mean, it kind of does affect my pick. Um, they have hit the uh, Minnesota's also hit the over in six of the last nine games. Um, not a great defense. Not a great defense. Twenty fifth in the NFL um, going against number nine offense in the Saints. You know they're pretty close in, in average points a game on their offense on the offensive side, um, but they both have they both have potential to put up points. I think both these teams can. It just depends on what team shows up. And Minnesota to give up 33 points to Chicago is I, I don't know com- comparing Chicago's offense to New Orleans' offense, but you would think that would be a pretty easy task for New Orleans to do the same thing with the right game. Um, I was seeing 51 and a half on this. Is that what you were seeing? Yeah, 51 and a half. Yep. And then seven points. I Here's what I see with the, the, the Vikings. They really struggled a couple, well, a few weeks back against the Panthers and Jaguars, and I think they were close to double-digit favorites. And I think I said this two weeks ago when they played the Bucks. I, I hate them as, as decent-sized favorites, but I kind of like them as decent-sized underdogs because they can score – Cook can move the ball. Jefferson make plays. Thielen's still solid. Um, as far as the seven goes, the Saints given seven to anyone that has an offense right now, like the Vikings. I, I don't know if I really trust what the Saints are doing. Um, so I'm already going to say that I'm taking the Vikings to cover here. Don't know if they win the game. doesn't even matter to me, but I think they cover the seven. And the over probably has a little value too in my mind. Well, I am going to disagree. Uh, I, I know Figured Bruce you didn't look good. Um, Minnesota gave 33 to Chicago. I don't like that part of it. They, I don't know if you know this about New Orleans defense, but they are holding opposing backs to 3.8 yards a carry. Now, Cook's, Cook's a different back. He, he gets a lot of carries. They feed him the ball. He's got 1,500 yards. Yeah, get, getting to see him, you're not going to stop him. You know, like <laughs> I think holding him to under 110, 115 yards would be great for this Saints defense. I just don't really believe in Kirk Cousins. I I did not like the way that they looked. They looked awful in the first half of that Chicago game. And I just I don't believe anything they're doing. I don't think they really have anything to play for anymore. Mm-hmm. I I think the Saints are going to cover the seven and it's going to be the over. Uh, we can agree on the over, but I don't think – I believe the Saints are going to cover. The last three games for the Saints, they squeaked by Atlanta, one by five. They lost to Philly, and then they lost by three to Kansas City, which obviously no shame there. But I don't think the Saints are exactly playing great football. And they hung around in that game against Kansas City. They hung they around got, somehow because Breeze looked awful. Yeah, they, and they, I think it's going to take Breeze a little bit. They had some serious quarterback issues in those those first two games you mentioned where they were probably starting the wrong quarterback. Still had Taysom Hill. Yeah. Uh, it, it, they, I don't know what they had in mind, but I, I didn't like it, and I – I think that had something to do with the outcome of those games. I think they'll look like a lot better football team. They are 10-4 and four in the season. I just think they're a much better team than the Vikings. All right, so we, we oppose there. We're going to go head-to-head on that one. Um, I got the Vikings plus seven. Tim's got the Saints minus seven. 
Next game on the agenda is Saturday night. I love Saturday football this time of year for yeah. the NFL. It's fun. It's like some extra bonus games. Of course, I won three hundred and forty-nine dollars. I, I know you did. On yeah. Last, thank Saturday's you. Thank you, Robert Tanyan. Very. I, I won some, but not that much. Um, Tim sent me a text of what he won. Then I said, "Yeah, I had him too." So, I, but not not quite the same amount. So you have three Saturday games. Uh, two of them are not great. This is actually a pretty good game and pretty important for the playoff race. Uh, the eight fifteen game. It is the Dolphins at the Raiders. The Raiders are three points home underdogs. So the Dolphins are favored by three. The over under at forty seven and a half. Um, obviously, the the Dolphins are right. Uh, I believe they're in the seventh spot right now for the playoffs in the AFC. Um, and you got the Raiders, who are obviously in a must-win game at seven and seven. They're a game; they're actually two games back. I don't even know if they're mathematically uh, alive. They might be. They probably have to win this game, win their last, and the Dolphins got to win, lose their last game. Um, for the Raiders, uh, Derek Carr went down in the Thursday night game. Um, I know he's been limited uh, in practice. I think I saw today um, they got some other injuries as well. Uh, Hunter Renfro, one of the receivers, has been been banged up with a concussion. He's one of those typical slot receiver guys that, that gets hit a lot, like Wes Walker, Edelman. He's going to have a slew of concussions in his career. So um, so we got Marcus Mariota, Mariota probably starting, um, and he really struggled throwing the ball the other night. We know he can run. He can make plays with his legs. But the Dolphins are just a solidly coached team. Uh, are they going to cover the three and win this game? The Dolphins' offense is unbelievable right now. I I don't think this is a ball game at all. I don't understand why the spread is what it is. Um, I, I, think, I think the Dolphins are going to dominate. There's just a lot of things going wrong for the Raiders right now, and the, the quarterback situation isn't great. Uh, if Darren Waller... It's pretty unbelievable, though. I mean, to be considered a tight end and to Great do player. what he's done, he's, he's pretty awesome. Pro bowler. Yeah, and he puts up some serious numbers. Josh Jacobs, pro bowler, too. A lot of pro bowlers in that Raiders offense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy that they're where they're at, but I, I, I'm not sure. You know, I, I, did, I did some research on this game because I don't know a ton about either one of these teams. So I'm just going to tell you a few things that I learned, and I think it should probably – it, it kind of points me right in the direction of where I need to go with this game. Uh, Miami this season is 11-3 and against the spread. That's a pretty good it's, record. It's, a, it's amazing. Um, the Raiders are 7-0-1 in their last eight home games as underdogs, uh, hitting the over. So both of those things make me think Miami is going to cover this spread maybe probably fairly easily. And it's going to be over. I think uh, Miami's looking good right now. Over 47 and a half? I think it's going to be over mm. 47 and a half. I don't know about that one. Well, I'm not surprised. Mm. Um, no, I, I think you have to take the Dolphins. I, I think you need to watch the injury report and see if Carr's playing. Um, I don't I don't know if it matters. Um, but the way it, it sounded to me, he was not going to be playing. I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem likely. Although he did say he's going to do everything in his power to be on that football field Saturday night. <laughs> so um, if you feel good about Derek Carr's word, you're 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 thinking he's going to play. Um, no, I'm with you. I think you got to take the Dolphins here. Um, I think they're. I, like I said, I, I really I really like their coach. Um, you know, Belichick disciple. 
defensive-minded. I think uh, Tua is starting to grow a little bit in that role, making enough plays. Um, it, I, I, it, at this point, it's just who I trust more. It's that it's that Dolphins team. Um, so I, I, I'll lay the three as well and take the Dolphins. Well, the Dolphins' offense is 16th in the league. It's not bad. The, the Raiders' defense is 29th. Um, the Miami defense is holding opposing QBs to the third lowest pass rate in the NFL. And they lead the league in points in the first quarter. I don't know if you knew that. Did so not, as I not. looked into this stuff, Those I great thought, nuggets. Um, you know, for same game parlays or just mm-hmm. just little bets that you want to throw in. I think I think a first quarter bet on uh, I think it when I looked it was it was ten. Dolphins money line? Um, first quarter yeah, for first quarter well, no, I think it was over under ten is what I was oh, that's on uh, part of the total. Okay, and it was like a plus twenty one twenty four bet. It wasn't a huge, but like yeah, I think odds. it's kind of easy money. Yeah, uh, the way that that they have handled business. I thought it was on the road. It was over. It was like eight and a half points a game in the first quarter. So it's something okay. to keep in mind. But I think we I, we may not agree exactly on the over, but with the numbers over here that I'm looking at, I'm gonna bet that way. I'm gonna I'm gonna. All right, so we both like the Dolphins, both like them to cover. Tim likes the over in the game, and sounds like the first quarter over as well, which is a nice, uh, nice little addition on that one. Um, we got Sunday afternoon, the Colts at the Steelers, and, and I think maybe one of the more interesting games based on how both of these teams have been, have been playing. I'm so excited about this game because I have so much information about this game. <laughs> Because the more I looked into Philip Rivers and what he's done this year, it's amazing actually. And like, the, you take the first four games of the season out, yep. and since then, I know this guy is stupid good. It's been ridiculous. I, really underrated. I mean, uh, or kind of under the radar. So we got the the Steelers coming off. Uh, I'm sorry, they, they lost three in a row. It's a mess right now. They've lost three in a row, correct? And they've lost to pretty bad teams. They've lost I mean, to Washington, um, and then. They lose to before or before that this week. Um, do I have in front of me? But then, oh, oh, I'm sorry. They lost to Buffalo the Sunday night game, and then um, and then obviously the Bengals on Monday night, where it was that was pretty embarrassing. So I three looked at their schedule of the teams they had beat this year. Yeah, it's not that impressive. No, I mean they, it's pretty weak competition. They beat a, a couple decent teams, but they haven't really beat anybody that that's that that solid this year. This game. Is another one of those. I know it's in Pittsburgh. I don't know if it matters anymore. I, yeah, it, it. Other than the weather, maybe. Right. I, I do believe that the the temperatures in the Midwest are going to plummet over the weekend. It could be, it could be a little different situation outside. But I don't think. I think the Colts have got their running game together. Uh, Taylor's a good back. I think. It's really, really. He started slow this year, but uh, he's really been running well the last three or four games. Colts are favored by two. Um, which is obviously a big switch if this you would have, these two, three teams or two teams would have played three weeks ago. This line might have been Steelers by six. Yep. Uh, over under at 44.5, so it's a low total. Um, as, as you said, Colts have won four or five. Um, their offense is, is moving the ball. Um, uh, Phillip Rivers with 22 touchdowns on the year, nine picks. He's going to probably he's gonna end up over 4,000 yards. Um, I mean, the one year, I think he, I think it was a twenty, twenty-five million dollar deal. It's, it's paid off. Yeah. I mean, he's not the quarterback of the future, but for this season, he's made them a viable contender in the AFC. Yeah, I'm seeing a 90, 98.4 QBR, sixty-eight point one completions, 
Uh, nine picks in 14 games. 20, he had 20 picks at this time last year. He's made a That's huge insane. Yeah, I mean, this guy, I, I don't really like Phillip Rivers, but what he's done at his age and everything, like, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible, and, and I like where they're at, and I think I think they could be scary coming because they're a really balanced team, offense and defense. They're they're not mm-hmm. super high offensively. They're not low defensively, but they're they're right there in the middle to where they're, they've got a lot of balance. Um, I I don't really have any really interesting stats on this except the four, uh, Colts are four and one against the spread in their last five, and that Pittsburgh is under the uh, the total is under in five of the last six. Yeah, and those are exactly how I'm going to pick this game. Yeah, the last four games, the Steelers have scored 19, 17, 15, 17. So they haven't broken 20 points in four games. Um, the, the the Colts are the healthier team. I think they're the kind of team that in, 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 in on the right day could beat the Chiefs if um, you know things sort of fall their way. They control the clock with Taylor. Rivers makes enough plays, and their defense started out the season unbelievable. I mean, maybe they've they've kind of fallen off a touch, but um, Darius Leonard on that side of the ball, he can make plays. Uh, they can they can get after the passer. So I think, and, and on the right day, they can beat the Chiefs. They're one of the few that I think could. Um, I, I for this game, I will be taking the Colts minus the two. Um, I just don't think that the Steelers' offense can stay on the field. I think that's the biggest problem is when Ben's not throwing the ball well, they are second to last in the NFL in rushing yards this season. And that is that's weird good point. to me. Yep. Um, so if they don't have a, a running back that can run the ball or, or a line, I mean, obviously they have some line issues because Ben is getting knocked around a little bit too. I, I don't really – I don't know. I This, this game, is, it's tight on paper, but, like, the way these two teams are playing right now – I feel like it'll probably still be close, low twenties. Yeah. You know, for the for the winner, it could be it could be teens for the the other. But I I think it's going to be Colts like twenty to fourteen or twenty to sixteen or something like that. And I think it's going to be under. Uh, I think they'll cover that spread though. If that, will you have two or you have one and a half? I have it as two on DraftKings. Yeah. So either way, I think yeah. I think the Colts. Yeah, it feels like like a three to seven point game to me. Um, so we both like the Colts there. Um, next is, uh, what do I got here? Oh, the Rams at the Seahawks. Uh, this is the 425 game on Sunday. Uh, we talk about the Rams once again, uh, in one of your appearances. Uh, this game is being played in Seattle. Se- I'm pretty sure this is the same game that we talked about in week, for week 10. We did talk about this game. I got it right. That's when I was hugely high on the Rams, uh, based on their defense. Uh, Seattle's favored by one and a half, over under forty-seven. Um, I mean, we've obviously already talked about the Rams a little bit. Um, they've, I, I think, I said this maybe to Mark in one of one of our NFL discussions, but they're they've been a little bit of a weird team this year because they've got some really impressive wins, um, but they've got now the worst loss of anyone any team right. of the season. Um, and at sitting, they're sitting at in the sixth seed right now uh, for the playoff race. I don't think they're in real jeopardy unless they would lose their last two um, of missing the playoffs. But um, I don't know what's what it is about that team. But I, I, it's probably Jared Goff. <laughs> uh, conversely, Seattle with a I, I, a fairly unimpressive win at Washington without Alex Smith, um, but they still got the job done. Um, that that offense has slowed down quite a bit. 
from early in the season when they were putting up 35 regularly. Now Wilson's kind of, I don't know if teams have figured him out a little bit more, but he's not playing quite as well. Um, this to me, again, these teams usually play close games. It kind of feels like a coin flip. I think the Rams would be motivated to uh, kind of avenge that loss from last week. Well, you talk about Wilson, and I think um, when they played in Week 10, he was sacked six times by the Rams' defense. I think mm-hmm. it, 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 it kind of comes down to what team uh, defensively the, the, the show up for the Rams, and that, that kind of seems to be the story of any team that has got that <clears> off balance <throat> of an offense and defense. And I don't really know why, other than Jared Goff, their offense, they have weapons. They have some they really have good weapons. wide receivers. I, I, I they. I know you love Robert Woods and uh, and uh, Cooper, <laughs> Cup. Cooper Cup. Yeah, I know you love. They're always on your fantasy teams. Yes, I, I like. <laughs> they, I, get, I wasn't able to get Cooper this year, but uh, yes, I, I think they've got some weapons. I'm not really sure why their offense. I, sometimes I think they try to do too much offensively. Just play, just play football. Um, but I, this one's going to be close. It, they, they always are. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I didn't write down what the score was. Oh, it was a twenty. Was it twenty-four to twenty in week ten? Yes, I think it's going to be pretty similar to that. It's just I, if I'm betting, I'm staying away from this game because both of these teams are kind of helder skelter. You don't know which one's going to show up. This could be, you know, a ten-point game, or it could come down to to a field goal at the end. I know the Rams have kind of had the better of uh, the Seahawks lately. Um, if you look at the numbers, the Rams are four and one against the spread in the last five, eight and six on the season. Um, not really their total has been under in eight of the last ten I think that's kind of an important number and that's 47 and a half is that what you're looking at yep I, I just see it being uh, just 40 47 yeah I just I don't I think it'll be under that I think it'll be very close to what they played earlier in the season and it is a huge game for both teams you know Seattle's still in that mm-hmm. potential uh, they've got a little bit more they, I guess they have a little bit less to play for but they're pretty equal yeah, well, I mean, if if the Rams win this game, they're the same record, but the Rams hold the tiebreaker. So, I think I think what's on the line is maybe a home playoff game for one of these yeah. teams. And you lose this game, if you're the Rams, you're going to be you'd be on the road the entire playoffs. Um, I I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of torn on the game. So if I if I'd be interested in betting it, I I take the total points by the Seahawks, uh, which is over twenty three and a half. It's at minus one twenty nine. Um, I'd take that number. Um, yeah, this, I, these NFC West games, I've had a hard time handicapping for the last few weeks when it's the Rams Cardinals or the Seahawks Cardinals or, you know, whatever. Now Rams Seahawks, it, these three teams seem to be so close. And the West was, it's been interesting all year with it. It's, it's pretty tight. And, and even the Niners were in there kind of messing around, looked like they might have a shot at something. So it's been, it's been pretty fun to watch, but it's, there's no, but especially between these teams, I don't see either one of these being like a front runner. I, I don't know which one of these teams is better because they're, they can be really good and then they can be really bad. And I don't, yeah, I don't know which one I would trust more. I still trust the Rams' defense. They only gave up two eighty nine last week to the Jets. I think the reason that game was lost, the Jets got a blocked punt. Um, you know, there was a golf turnover. You know, which is typical of their losses. So I still trust that defense. Um, if, oh, if, if anything, I, I would maybe even lean toward the under again in a game in the low 20s. I, I wouldn't pick a side, but maybe the under in that game. And then, like I said, that Seahawks 23-and-a-half uh, number. That's uh, what I would be rolling with. 
Yeah, I, I'm still. I would still go under, and I would take the Rams if I was going to bet. But I, I would stay away from this game, kind of as a whole. I don't like anything in, about this game, as far from a betting aspect. And sometimes that's a, that's that's the best bet is to not not bet something you're not comfortable with, um, which sometimes I uh, I still do, and that's 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 not probably the smartest thing. Um, Last game is the Sunday night game, the Titans at the Packers. Packers are favored by three and a half points over under at 56. Dang, that's a high number. Uh, Not high enough. No? You don't think so? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Packers, pretty weird game Saturday night, uh, home to the Panthers where they just, I think they scored in their first three drives. And then after that, they only got a field goal the rest of the way. And kind of let the Panthers hang away, hang around. I mean, you're not going to dominate and win every game by 17 points. So, um, and then the Titans pretty much handled the the Lions with no problem. Almost put up 50. Derrick Henry, I saw needs I think about 300 yards total to get to 2,000 yards. So, um, I'd be surprised if he doesn't get there the way he's been running. Um, I I I thought Ryan Tannehill deserved to go to the Pro Bowl. Um, <laughs> they put Deshaun Watson in the Pro Bowl, and I nobody cares about the Pro Bowl really. But I'm just right. making a point here of Ryan Tannehill's numbers. Can you guess how many touchdowns he's thrown this year? Um, you're gonna be surprised at his numbers. Is it over thirty? It's thirty-one. Okay. Thirty-one touchdowns, five picks. Oh wow! <laughs> That's insane. Okay. That's insane. He's got the fourth highest wow. QBR in the league. Thirty, almost thirty-five hundred yards. He's just not as sexy as the Sean. It's not sexy I mean, at all. It's that's that's what it is with this stuff. It's. It, but he, but but Watson has not been that. I mean, he's been okay on a horrible team, but Tannehill's been really good. That those are really good numbers. I mean, when I saw that that TD to interception ratio, I, I, had kind of had to double check to make sure that was right. Um, but he's been really good. Uh, that that offense is become really hard to stop with A.J. Brown on the outside as well. They got a real deep threat. Um, I, don't, I don't think their defense is anything impressive at all, though. Neither one of these defenses is. That's I, On paper, this, this game is the most balanced I've looked at. I mean, you've got the Titans, who average 30 points a game. The Packers average 31. Uh, the Titans give up 25. The Packers give up 24. Uh, yeah. The, the, the Titans do allow 276 yards passing a game, which kind of concerns me going to a matchup in Green Bay. And and I did a little more research on the weather in this game because it is a night game, and I know what it's going to be like it's cold. here. And you're talking a chance of snow, uh, some, some 15 to 20 mile per hour winds, and temperatures are probably going to be in the low 20s at kickoff. I think when you get in a game like this, because it's so, it's so equal on paper, I'm just going to take – I'm taking the team that's used to playing in those conditions. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. Um, I th- still think it's a coin flip game. Did you have the line at uh, Titans plus three? Uh, I have it three and a half right now, but I, I've, I saw a couple other sites ahead at three. See now, three and a half would change it it's, for me. That a half point's bit. a big deal, yeah. I, I think this is going to be a. Re- it's going to be an entertaining game. I think there's going to be some points in this. I think the over, over the 55. I mean, these teams are averaging 61. And neither defense is out there like they can stop anybody. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, obviously, Green Bay needs to slow down Henry, but but can they? You know, I, I don't know. I didn't really research who they've played and what kind of yards they've given up on the ground. Uh, but that's 
I don't know if you can stop well, it. Well, they haven't played a, they haven't played a real good running back. Like they played the Panthers, Lions, and Eagles their last three games. I, I think um, I don't think there's there's just hasn't been a threat on the ground like Henry that you can even com, com, you know compare to. By the way, Aaron Rodgers forty touchdowns, four picks on the year. See, with those numbers, I mean, and, and this team's given up two seventy. You can already guarantee Rodgers is going to throw for three hundred yards in this game. It's kind of like how many. How many points is he going to put up with those, though? I, I think it's going to be, like, mid-30s. I, I think – and I think the Titans are going to put up – I think the Titans are a good team. That's why I think this is going to really be good a, team. a really good a really good game, and it'll probably be my – one of the games I'm looking the most forward to. Uh, and we get to see if the Packers are legit. You know, we, we're looking for that team to come out of the NFC that's like, okay, we're the powerhouse. We should be the number one. And, and – we don't know who that is yet, but this could be one of those games that decides that. I don't look at the Rams and Seahawks as a game like that because it's a divisional thing. This is kind of two of the best teams in the league kind of thing showing off. And I'm going to take I'm going to take definitely the over, but that three and a half turns me off a little bit. I, I kind of don't like yeah. that. I had the Packers when I saw three, but three and a half, I, I, I think I'd go with the Titans on that. Um, to me, when I just just based on the NFL and and how things go, when when it seems like a game's gonna just be high score, uber high scoring, it doesn't always match up that way. So I'm gonna take the under 56. Um, no no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, that's just that's just a gut call by me. This game, I mean, you're still talking a game that's 30 to 23 that still goes under that. That's still fairly high scoring. Um. So I'll take the under. Um, 30 to 28 is what it's going to be. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it might, it might be. It might be. Um, check out Aaron Rodgers' player props. They're not up yet, but uh, Tim guarantees Rodgers for three touchdowns. Um, no, I said 300 yards. I don't know about three touchdowns. Oh, 300 yeah. yards. 300 he, yards. They okay. are, Tennessee's defense is allowing 276 average. I, just, I think it's a wrap that Aaron Rodgers is going okay. to go for 300 yards. yards. I'll be interested to see what the that, that number set at uh, – when, when that if that out. does not happen, I'm never coming back on this podcast. But well, guess what? I've been wrong quite a few times before. Remember, I called the Cleveland Browns a fraud. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we both did. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, I, I think Baker Mayfield heard the pod and was like, "Well, I'm going to show these assholes." Yeah, the, the the line Baker doesn't even like himself. Uh, no, I think he does now. He's um, been playing well since that comment was made. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, so under 56 for me, over 56 for Tim. Um, <sighs> I, I I would probably take the Titans plus three and a half as well, uh, if it stays at that number, um, and uh, ride with that. Any other games that are on on your radar? Uh, any other picks you like for this week? I had to put so much work into this, into these games, that I haven't <laughs> had time to look at any other games. This is like more homework than I did in high school. So uh, I hope that it's of some value to people listening, and they. They think, well, Tim went through the trouble to look up this one stat. I do have a parlay that I, it's an it's an over under parlay. Oh, um, okay. Three games, all points then. Uh, yeah, just okay. Just because I feel pretty good about uh, both of these or all three of these, um, I do have to check my work real quick because I. Swear. I'll 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 throw mine in real quick since mine's mine's loaded and ready. Mine is a uh, money line parlay. Um, it's it's heavy favorites. 
Um, I, there's four teams, so anytime you get this this many legs, someone's inevitably going to let you down. Um, but I'm going to roll with it anyways. The Baltimore Ravens are are they're they're getting the train back rolling. They're heavy favorites over the New York Giants. Um, that leg is minus 590, so obviously no value there individually. But when we parlay it with the Chicago Bears at the Jacksonville Jaguars, who will definitely not win this game because they want to draft Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. Um, Bears win that game. The Cleveland Browns at the New York Jets. The Browns are playing great. They're not going to lose that game. And the final leg, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions. Uh, Bucks have been obviously questionable, but they're going to win that game. That four-leg parlay is at plus 132. But Detroit's been questionable for about 10 years. So. Well, probably longer than that, but yeah. Well, what do my, you got? I had to double-check my work because I, I, I wrote this down, but I know I, that's not what I meant. Uh, Colts Steelers uh, under. Yep. Rams Seahawks under. And Titans Green Bay over. 20 bet on FanDuel wins 124. And I know that you're not in agreement with the, the Titans Green Bay, but earlier on you said numbers don't lie. I mean, these teams are averaging well, a large amount of numbers. No. 50, 50, 55, 56 points. That's not really that many. In the NFL right now, I don't think. Okay. I felt like you got really personal there at the end, but oh. um. <laughs> not personal. No, just, uh, I'm just defending this. Uh, I'm sure that it won't hit, but I'm going to give it a shot anyway. Uh, another thing I'm going to throw some money at just from doing the research today is the uh, the first quarter bets. Uh, mm-hmm. Miami more than ten points in the first quarter. It was it was rolling a little bit of money, and I think it could kind of be easy money. And I'm not sure that on other sites. I think I was looking on FanDuel, so the other sites you might be able to tease that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, real quick, two minutes on this, um, and this will this will lead into a larger standalone episode. But uh, get get multiple accounts on multiple sports books. Um, I've been telling you for a while. Um, you can shop around. I have I have four of them. I have, which isn't enough because I'm about to get a fifth on William Hill. Uh, draft, I've seen a lot about William Hill. DraftKings, uh, PointsBet, FanDuel, and uh, BetMGM. BetMGM and uh, and William Hill is, is available in Indiana now. But it's um, a bitch to get your money in some of these. It is. I mean, I had to go through. Sometimes you got to do it through like electronic check and some are PayPal and and. Yeah, I just don't have time for that. I just want to bet on a game. But the know? advantage is there's great promos on every site, and they're all a little bit different, and you can take advantage of free bets. Um, the numbers you want to shop around for for the best number. Um, it's just it's advantageous to have options when you're you become a serious better. Um, it really is. And we've talked about the FanDuel same game parlay. There's one a day where you know it's got to be plus two hundred. Two legs hit, you get it back. Um, there's a way to to organize those bets to make sure two legs hit, so it's almost a free run. And we've done that with first touchdown. So stuff like that. There's all they're, they're like that on every site. DraftKings has a great deal on on first touchdown, where if he doesn't score, but if he scores later, you get you get the bet back. Um, Just I, don't ever get your account locked at DraftKings because it'll never get unlocked. Because that's where I'm well, at. They were, with they were questioning. They had, had questions for your motives, apparently. Well, yeah, but I was. I guess I was trying to let my 15-year-old son bet on my debit card, but that's my <laughs> choice as a parent. Apparently, that's an instant. Solid parenting there. And that shut my account down so that I had to, hey, he's good. 
Yeah, you know? he is. Like well, he's going to win our fantasy league, I think, yeah, this I, this week. So he's, he's good, and I would love to see him come on. And I think a, a great episode for you guys would be Colin and Davis head to head on some basketball because Davis is a NBA nut. Colin sounded really good last night. Looks like he put some time into it. He knows his basketball. Um, so I think it'd be a pretty good, pretty good show. And the NBA is. Yeah. Long season, a lot of games going on all the time. Yeah, definitely have to have Davis on. And that's that's tough betting on too because there's so many things to potentially bet on. And I think KD didn't didn't score uh, over 26 and a half tonight, did he? Uh, I think he was under. Yeah, I think um, he was like 23. So that there goes 50 bucks, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> well, when you win so much, it's just 50 is not a big deal. Although I want to, I do want to tout that my Kyrie Irving over 24 and a half did hit. He had 17 in the first quarter, so uh, hit that one. Uh, just missed the under on the game, or the over on the game. But, uh, uh, yeah, we'll have Davis on Talk NBA for sure. Um, and uh, should be another good week ahead in the NFL, and we're, we're getting down to it. Can't wait to talk the playoffs when that starts. Uh, Tim, thanks for being on again. Yeah, have a good, uh, good Christmas. It's going to be the, the COVID Christmas. It is the COVID I Christmas. I know that there was a discussion about our family doing some kind of a Zoom Christmas. I don't know if you're in on this conversation. <laughs> I don't know if I was part of it. Not making fun of it. Just uh, weird as shit. So, like, I guess we'll see what happens with it. But uh, I will definitely uh, play Santa Claus and drop some stuff off to uh, your family on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday night. Looking forward to Christmas this year. Um, well, they've already... Don't, don't really do that ever. I don't like Christmas. But I, this year, I'm kind of excited about it. <laughs> and, and, and you're not going to see anyone, so maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Uh, I don't have to worry about know, my, seeing my Uncle Tom. <laughs> <laughs> my, my kids have already been asking to open uh, our our sister dropped off presents, and they've been asking to open them, and it's not going to happen. But they, you got the COVID they, presents. Yeah, they've been harassing, harassing so me. So sitting out in the cold. Yeah, probably. Uh that wraps up another episode of Your Best Bets. Enjoy week 16. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, get these, uh, we'll get these picks up on Instagram this week and uh, can uh, hold us accountable. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your Christmas, everyone. Thank you.